Hey guys. guys, and welcome back. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about our top lessons learned in our business and in our lives in 2019. The new year is a great time for everyone to just reflect on the year as a whole and reflect on your business and your relationships and yourself and take what you can learn from it um, and just go into the new year with a clean slate and just start over fresh. So we're going to break down some of the best things that we've learned and also some of like the worst lessons that we had. I mean, I don't know. Every single lesson is a good lesson because you learn something from it, but we're going to break down all of the really good ones and the bad ones. So you guys get to tag along for that. Hey guys, and welcome. Welcome to the show. We're Bree and Steven, photographers and educators here in sunny San Diego, California. We're the founders of the No BS Society, and our passion is helping creators like you leverage their personal brand and attract ideal customers on social media. In this podcast, we give you uncut tips, stories, and interviews to help you cut the BS and live a more fulfilling life. All right, guys. So the first lesson that we learned in 2019 is to stop worrying about other people's opinions and not sit on the sidelines because you're worried what other people are going to think. So, you know, for us, for example, we waited forever to put content out on YouTube because we were scared that there was going to be haters in the comments and they were going to be leaving these negative, like really hateful words um, under our videos. And so we were just too scared to really pump out content. And we did get some of those haters when we started pumping out content, but you know what? We were able to reach people when we made content. We were able to connect with more people and more creatives and help more people with this content. Yeah, that was seriously one of the top lessons we learned was to just stop caring what other people think and also stop being scared of failure. We spent a lot of time not doing a lot of things because we're like, okay, well, what if they don't like this? What if people just think that we're stupid or we're not like you know, fit to tell people or educate people or whatever it was. And then we also had that voice inside of our heads where we were also scared of failure. It was kind of similar with like the YouTube channel and our Facebook group and our Patreon and even the podcast. Every single time we would start a really big project, we had these like self-limiting beliefs that we just weren't going to be successful doing it. And I think Steven actually is way better about being more positive on things like that. I am kind of the person that's like, uh, I don't know if that's a good idea, you know? And especially when we first started the Facebook group a year ago, which is crazy. You know, I was always like the negative Nancy, you know, I'm just, I'm seriously just telling on myself right now. I would always just tell Steven, I'm like, uh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Like people are going to think that, you know, it's just not going to work out. And every time we would try something in the Facebook group, even when we only had like a thousand people in there, if someone gave us negative feedback, I would just be that type of person that would be like, oh my gosh, see Steven, like it's not going to work. And then, you know, thank God Steven has that mentality of just like overcoming and just like pushing through. Cause he's taught me so much this year. But that was one of the things is like, after we just kept doing it and stopped worrying about what other people think, cause at the end of the day, like everyone has opinions, like everyone's going to voice their opinion, whether you like it or not. And you just have to remember what you're doing and why you're doing it and just keep doing it for yourself. You know, don't worry about what other people think. And obviously taking constructive criticism is great because you can learn from that. But when it just comes down to flat out, just negativity, like people being haters, you just got to just got to move on from that. Yeah. It was just super annoying having haters all the time, sending us messages like, 
yo, your photos are orange and why do you guys even try? Or we had one person say, why would a guy take wedding photos? Is Stephen gay? I'm like, okay, y'all got way too much time on your hands. I just feel bad for people that are so sad and bored that they, they want to just spend their free time bringing others down. But whatever, we don't have time to focus on that because we have content to put out there and to focus on. So the next lesson that we learned this year was the importance of friendships and relationships. And I feel like we're always learning this lesson because we know that friendships and relationships are so important, but I just think that every year they get more and more real and more important. So especially as we get closer to the holidays, it's really nice to have a community here that we can drop off some hot chocolate or some hot tea or, or hang out with and give some Christmas gifts to. I just think that's so important. And, and without friendships, relationships, I don't think our relationship would be healthy. I don't think our business would be healthy as well. So um, it's just so important to connect with people in our industry and strategic partners, also other competitors make, make friends with the competition. So we strongly believe in community over competition. So we just can't stress enough the importance of friendships and relationships. Yeah, it's really easy as a business owner to kind of seclude yourself and just you know, have your blinders on and just focus on what you're doing, which is completely fine. And that's obviously a really important thing to do because that's how you're going to get successful. But also to be successful, you have to have a network, you have to have friends, you have to have a support system. So that was one of the things that we learned because we're definitely those type of people where once we get in the habit of working, we just can't stop. And then we kind of push away people and we don't go out and, you know, we would probably just stay inside all day, just getting work done if we could. But at the end of the day, it's important to go and hang out with your friends and your family and have that support system there. So that was one of the things that we learned this year that was like very, very vital for our growth. Another lesson that we learned this year, which there was a lot of these lessons, but the importance of saying no and not being scared to say no and learning you know, boundaries for yourself, for your business and sticking up for yourself. We went through a lot of scenarios this year that really just tested our patience and our willpower and just everything where we were put in a lot of really uncomfortable situations where we had to make a really hard decision of saying yes or saying no or standing up for ourselves. And even with certain clients and what people expect from you, we learned a really valuable lesson of saying no to things that don't serve us, learning boundaries, putting our foot down, not letting people take advantage of us. And even with friendships, like we have cut off a lot of people this year. You know, we reevaluated our friendships with certain people and just looked at where their lives were going and where our lives are going. And it's not necessarily in a negative way, but also, we kind of came to the conclusion that you don't need to hold on to friendships just because you are friends with someone for a while. Like there are a few friendships. I don't know. It's like once I started hanging out with them again, I was just like, this is just not what I want for myself. And, you know, it comes a time in your life where you have to decide, like, do you want to stick on the same path that those people are going down or do you want to be like a better person and kind of go a different direction? And I'm not going to like say any specific things, but there was just a few instances where I really had to like reevaluate certain friendships and just learn to cut those off and, and grow because they were honestly really toxic and really negative and just not what we needed. And we're in a place in our lives where we're running our business and we're trying to scale our business and all this stuff. And the people that we were hanging out with just 
weren't doing that. You know, they're like partying and drinking and and they just didn't have any big goals or aspirations or anything that they were trying to accomplish. They were just doing the bare minimum. We want to surround ourselves with people who are actually like going out and trying to achieve their goals. So the people that we were hanging out with just weren't doing that. So that was another really big lesson for us was learning to say no to things that don't serve us and putting down boundaries and also just reevaluating relationships and sticking up for ourselves and learning when to move on to better things. Yeah. So if you're one of those people that always says yes, you know, that may be okay. Sometimes maybe you're, you want to say yes, you want to help people, you know, maybe you want to donate or you want to, you want to help a friend in need or, or whatever it may be. There's a time and place for that, but now's a great time to consider what are your non-negotiables. So what is something that you just won't let somebody infiltrate in? Maybe it's your schedule. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's your business. That's what we had to learn this year. So as Bree was saying, we were having situations where people were kind of taking advantage of us and we realized, whoa, well, our non-negotiables are our business and our lifestyle. And if anything's going to get in the way of that, well, this can't happen. That's my boundary. And so we're going to remove you from the situation so that my boundary between my business and and growth and goals is not going to get in the way from you. Yeah. And I'm a very empathetic person too. So I have a really hard time saying no to people and, you know, kind of putting my foot down because there's this part of me that really wants to help everyone, regardless of if they've kind of backstabbed me or hurt us in any way, or they just have like ulterior motives. So that was one of a a really big lesson for me is just, you know, taking a step back, reevaluating the situation, seeing if it's beneficial for me. Like if I if it's going to be a good situation for me to be in a good relationship with certain people and learning how to separate like emotions from just rational thinking. All right. The next thing we're so glad we learned this year is about morning rituals and just how powerful it is to do the same thing every morning. So it's weird because Bree and I became entrepreneurs because we hate doing the same thing every single day. So that's why we like this whole traveling and photography and, and what we're doing right now, because it's always something new. However, starting a morning ritual and we'll tell you what our morning ritual is in just a second but doing that same morning ritual every single morning around the same time every single day has just been so grounding and it's helped us stay focused and really just we feel good we feel energized we feel happy so what is our morning ritual so you don't have to do the exact same ritual that we do but we're going to tell you what ours is and you can let us know what yours is and and what's worked for you guys so we have a very simple morning ritual we just wake up we take our dog to go play frisbee because a tired dog is a good dog and we get coffee on the way back and we plan our day And it's literally just the best thing that's happened this year is to do the same exact thing every morning because we just know our routine. Hey, it's morning time. Our dog Sequoia knows as soon as we get our socks on and start tying our shoes, she can get out of bed. She's so lazy. Like she just lays there until we get our shoes on. (laughs) And it's just so great because we get to know the Starbucks baristas and, and the coffee baristas at the local coffee shop downstairs here. And we get to know them on a first name basis because we're there every day. And it just gets us in that mindset of, okay, now that I've had my coffee and my dogs played Frisbee, today is going to be a good day. So what's a morning ritual that you can implement? Maybe reading and journaling for a little bit. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's 
trying something new, maybe going for a swim in the morning or, or maybe going in the sauna or maybe it's something simple. Maybe it's just sitting in bed and meditating and, and just thinking about all the things you're grateful for in the day that's about to come. But whatever works for you with your morning ritual, let us know, guys, because it's just so powerful to see what you can do just by implementing a new habit day to day. Yeah, and piggybacking off of that, we've also been huge advocates for just time management and just organization overall. And I'm the type of person where I cannot have anything be messy or else I just feel like I just can't get any work done. So we've made it like not a goal, but like we've made it a habit to, you know, tidy things up before we start working and organize and like delegate tasks for each other. So that way we're utilizing our time as much as possible and everyone can benefit from this. We just like on my iPad, I just write down all the notes of things that we have to do when it needs to be done. And we just delegate the task. We decide who's going to do what. And we also just block off certain times through the day to get that done. And that's been a game changer for our productivity because before that we would just kind of wake up, do work whenever we felt like it. And then, you know, take a break, go for a walk, whatever, come back. And then you're like feeling lazy. And then we just didn't get enough work done. And towards the end of the year, we just learned that you have to set time apart for, getting work done and then play time and relax time and stuff like that, or else you're just not going to do anything. I mean, I'm the type of person where I I just wouldn't do anything. So I have to do that. But that's been another really big thing for us is just time management and writing everything down to get it organized and just cleaning our house, staying organized in that sense. But yeah, that's another huge one that we learned this year. Yeah. And the next lesson that we learned this year is to get out of your comfort zone and try something new. So that can be with anything. So whether it's getting out of your comfort zone in your business or in your relationship or in your personal life, or just talking to that neighbor that you've always been curious about, you know, what they do, what their life is all about. You've lived next to them for a couple of years now, and you guys always smile and wave. You never talk to them. What is it? Maybe there's a new marketing strategy that you've never tried. Maybe you've never run a Facebook ad or, or maybe you you did and you're scared to try again because you spent some money, you didn't see any results. Try something that scares you and see if you can get some new results because if you do get some results, you're going to feel like a badass and you are a badass. Yeah, one of the things this year, especially with our Facebook group, is we wanted to help people, but we also had like these marketing strategies that not a lot of people were using and we were like, whatever, we'll pitch the idea to people, help other people out, give them some unique ways to like market their business and get new clients. And if you're in our Facebook group, then you know about like the DM strategy and all that stuff. And you know, when we first started our Facebook group, that was like the main like bread and butter thing that we were teaching and we got a lot of backlash for it and just a lot of negativity for it. And we kind of had to reevaluate like what we were going to do with the Facebook group and how we were going to teach people and how we were going to overcome that. And there was a lot of anxiety around it because we were worried too much about what people were thinking of us and, you know, all this stuff. And we weren't taking into account all of the people who were supporting us and who are happy for us and like telling us that the strategy was working for them. Another thing that we learned this year was to stop worrying about if something is perfect. And you guys have probably heard the saying where it says done is better than perfect. And that's so true. Whether that's you're making an Instagram story or an Instagram post or a blog post, sharing photos, whatever that is, 
there's a lot of times where you probably didn't post it or didn't do the thing because you were like, oh, it's not perfect. Like it's not as good as what I want it to be. And you can't hold yourself back from certain things just because you're, you're worried that it's not perfect enough. There's a thing called paralysis by analysis. And it's just when you're overanalyzing everything and you just end up like freezing and not doing it. So this year we just learned to obviously put in the hard work of getting something to look as nice as possible, but also learning when to stop and just push it out and get it out there instead of just holding on to it and worrying too much about really small things that people probably wouldn't even notice. So that was another really big one for us was just doing things, putting in as much effort as we could, and then learning when to throw in the towel and just stop right there, you know, and just put it out there instead of worrying about how perfect it had to be. Another lesson we learned this year was to take everything with a grain of salt, any tips or information that someone gives you, any information that we give you, any of the advice, any of the tips that we're giving you, take it with a grain of salt because nothing is concrete. Things are changing so fast. Just look at the past 10 years, how fast things have changed in technology and business and society. Things are going to change even faster in the next 10 years. So when it comes to your business, if you start investing in education, spending time learning how to do things, keep in mind what is working for somebody may have worked for them. Maybe it worked for them a year ago or two years ago when that platform was really hot and was working well, but maybe that strategy may not work exactly the same for you, or maybe their market is a little bit different than your market, or maybe their ideal client is just a little bit different than your ideal client. So if something works 100% of the time for one person, that doesn't mean it's going to work 100% of the time for you. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially us, we got really caught up in, you know, trying to figure out what other people were doing. And then when people would give us advice, we would just listen to it and like only do that one thing. And, and we would get really discouraged if it wasn't working for us. And a lot of people have that same mindset where they get told a helpful tip or some helpful information, and then they only want to do that one thing. And then they like kind of abandon any other strategies or any other techniques or anything like that. And then they get really just angry that that one thing is not working for them. And like Steven said, something that works for another person may or may not work for you. So it's like, you really just have to take advice and take anything in life with a grain of salt and just do it your own way. Learn from your own mistakes, learn from your own trial and error. And that was another really big thing that we learned was just doing things on our own, but also taking other people's information and using it how we could and just going from there. Yeah, exactly. And don't be scared to do some research on people. So if somebody's selling some information or somebody's giving you tips and they swear that it works for them, well, look at their business page and make sure that they're actually telling you the truth. So if somebody says, I tried this strategy and I booked a hundred weddings last year, but then you go to their website and their blog post has like four weddings of all time. Well, then they're definitely lying, right? I mean, you guys be the judge of that, but don't be scared to look someone up. If they're claiming to be the top of the top of their industry, but then they have only three or four reviews on Google reviews or Yelp or, or whatever, 
you should want to be skeptical about whoever's advice you're taking. So don't be scared to sit there, do some research on somebody before you take their advice. And the last lesson we learned this year was to not let other people measure your success. So when we first got started, we were listening to other people. Oh, I made this much money or I booked this many weddings or I traveled to this many places. And we were like, oh, well, I haven't done that number, so I'm not successful. But listen, not everything that counts can be counted. So figure out what success means to you. Somebody's benchmark of success may not be the exact same that's going to work for your lifestyle. So, you know, maybe somebody needs to make six figures. Maybe they have a family, but maybe you don't have a family. And so you don't need to make six figures or maybe you can make six figures too. You can do whatever you want, but be proud of yourself for whatever goal that you're accomplishing and don't compare that to somebody else's success. Yeah, it's really easy to compare yourself and your business to other people and look and see what someone else is doing and put yourself down because you're like, oh, well, I don't book that many clients or I don't drive that nice of a car. Or I don't have that nice of a house or whatever metric of success you're trying to measure it in. And not only is that just such a negative and toxic way to look at things, but you have to look at yourself and, and what your values are and success is different for everyone you know, making a lot of money may not be someone's definition of success and, you know, vice versa. Someone may look at having a lot of money as their only means of success. So take a step back and evaluate what you want in life and what you see as being successful. Is it having like a comfortable place to live or just having a car to get you from point A to point B or being able to provide food for your family? It doesn't have to be in the metrics of making a lot of money or booking a lot of clients or any of that kind of thing. It's like, it really just boils down to how happy you are at the moment with what you have and striving to obviously get more, but not comparing yourself and putting yourself down in the process. So you guys might be wondering, how do Brie and Steven measure success? So that changes all the time. I think we're pretty open-minded. Obviously there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? So, and if you guys don't know what that is, that's like food and shelter is at the bottom and you can't really worry about what your car looks like or, or what your outfit looks like, right? If you don't have food and a place to go home and sleep for the night, right? So, you know, for us, it's all about being comfortable living somewhere that, that we love and being in a nice atmosphere where the weather's comfortable and uh, the people are friendly and there's good food within a walk away. I mean, we're pretty simple people. We don't need to live in a mansion and and we don't need to have a private jet, really. Bree, how about you, honey? What, what do you think about success? What does success mean to you and how, how do you like to measure that? Yeah, so pretty much what I was saying earlier is like, you know, money is obviously important and you need it to live a comfortable lifestyle. But for us, we're, we don't really measure our success with like how much money we have in our account or anything. We really just focus on like the lifestyle, like Steven's saying, like being able to live near the beach and being able to go and take our dog to the beach in the morning and having a comfortable place to live and just having the free time. I think that's another really big thing for us is just having free time because that's why we started our business in the first place is to have the ability to say no to certain things and have the time to do things on our own watch. So I think that's how I would measure success is just like how much free time we have and how we utilize it and 
I feel like that's like our secret recipe to our success and happiness is just being grateful for what we have at the moment, striving for more and just trying to live the lifestyle that we want to live. All right. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into this episode, all about our top lessons from 2019. We hope that these lessons resonate with you. And look, I bet you guys have been going through some of these lessons yourself. I know it's not easy. So if you're going through one of them right now, feel free to make a post in the Facebook group and let us know what you're going through. Because look, we all go through it as creative entrepreneurs. And especially this time of year, it can get a little overwhelming. So just know you're not alone. There's a community of other people just like you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast episode or you enjoy the podcast as a whole, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review down below. And if you want to join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram, whatever, stay connected. All of our information will be in the show notes below. Thank you guys so much. And we hope that you guys have a productive rest of the month. 